And before we start this episode, I just want to lead with two quotes here. The first is from Stephen Covey, um, the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it says, to change ourselves effectively, we first had to change our perceptions. And the second quote here from none other than Kanye West is, criticism can bother you, but you should be more bothered if there's no criticism. That means you're too safe. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mindset Goal. In today's episode, I had a conversation with none other than King Kofi. Uh, we spoke about a range of things, and there's a lot of things that I already knew about Ben, uh, but there's a lot of things I didn't know that I got the opportunity to learn from him as well. So we talked how he's handled success so far in his music career, what he does uh, to get in a state of flow, and why it's important to have a cup of coffee before you leave the house. That and loads of other things. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. And one thing I've learned with being around Ben the person and King Kofi the artist is um, you know, always take risks, uh, be fearless. And one thing that I learned during this interview, have perspective on your life and the, the way things are happening. But yeah, without further ado, enjoy. Welcome, bro. It's good to have you. I'm I'm very excited to have this conversation with you right now. Um, all things, you know, all things about mental health, physical health, all things about you, about your music, what you do, what you don't do, what you like, what you don't like. So I'm very excited. Thank you so much for taking some time and having this conversation. It's a pleasure. And that's a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah, I'm great. That's a lot of things, like what I do, what I don't do, everything in between. But yeah, no, I'm doing, I'm doing great. Like I just had a couple of beers, and um, <laughs> and then I'm just chilling, isn't it? Like, I'm not even, you know. I mean, it's lockdown. It's lockdown in London, so we're in tier four at the moment. So I don't know where people are listening from, but it's a bit crazy yeah. over here. So, you know. Yeah. How how is that? How is that going on? How are you dealing with that? Because I know you, there was already one lockdown. There was another lockdown, and now there's another, another lockdown. Yeah, but the thing is, I think like as Londoners and like just as like as a <laughs> as a species, you know what I mean? Like we've had practice now, so it's you just gotta take it day by day, and then like everyone's kind of got their routine that they had from the last lockdowns. So for me, I'm like, okay, like if I get super bored then I'll, I'll read a book or um, I'll try and be productive as possible. So, like, I'll try and find things that, that I haven't done or that, that I've tried to, to like, put aside and I'll try and do those things. So it's yeah. not like – so it's actually – so it actually works in my favour rather than the opposite. So. It's, it's like, it's, like it's, a, it's a blessing, just not yet, but it will be a blessing. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you 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 know you form good habits and and you know you you kind of have no choice but to to fend for yourself because you can't really um, afford to be with friends sometimes that you know the friends will kind of what what they they'll take the their time and then uh, you know you'll spend time with them and you kind of forget about the things that you're not doing whereas now you can't forget about those things they're they're just there all the time so you have no choice but to fix them or live with them whatever it is you got to do. Exactly, like, it's a lot of, like, you're forced to be patient as well. 
and the things that that you want to do, you just have to think, all right, like eventually I'll be able to do those things, but like what can I do now? And like how can I turn this situation into a positive thing? Do you know what I mean? So that's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, I've known you for um coming up here on it's about it's it's gonna be seven years coming up on seven years next year. Um, you oh, know, man. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's crazy. Um um and and man, like I you know, the first time I met you, you were completely different to what you are now like the, like the whole the full circle as well you know not just one area you you've improved in but you've like all facets of your character has has just changed in my eyes <laughs> d- dramatically over the years um and, and like uh, you know i just want to say like as a friend i'm i'm really proud um and as a fan i'm really excited as well um because i know sky's the limit for you um but you know i just want to start off here um, with a few questions, I got I got quite a quite a few questions. Um, but the first one here, I got to ask you, uh, why music? Mm. I think music is one of those things where, I guess, like with me, I like I, I was looking for a way to express myself, and I, it wasn't even up to recently where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna double down on on the projects that I'm making in terms of music. Because before I was doing a lot of different things. I was doing design, um, you know, like I was, I, even when I first started making music, like I was I was blogging as well. I was doing photography. Uh, so this is like when I first started. So I was really looking for an outlet to express myself. I think at the time I, I was what, like 18. So I was, I was going through like changes in my environment. Uh, friends so it's like all right how I'm, I'm adjusting to this new version of me and yeah. I feel like I need an outlet to express myself do you know what I mean like, I, I think that's what it was yeah. I, it could have been anything like we could have been talking today and I could have had like you know like a famous design studio maybe like yeah. or I could be like a renowned photographer or you know but I, it, it, it just so happened to be music that I don't even think I really had have control or had control over the path that led me here. It just so happened to be one of the things that I was doing at the time. And, uh, and mu- music was just something you 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 feel comfortable with. It's the it's the thing that you you find that you're most good at. Maybe. Mm, I think when I when I'm in the studio, I'm really in my element. You know, like I don't know if you've seen yeah. that if you've seen that film. The soul is out on Disney, on Disney Plus now. I don't know. If I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I want to watch it just because they make fun of the Knicks on it. But I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny scene. <laughs> Yo, but, um, now there, there's a, a part in there um, where they're explaining that you go to a different realm when you're at your peak of like focus, if that makes sense. So yeah. like, in his case, he was playing piano. And then he went to like the soul realm, and like that, and like, that's how I feel like when I'm in the studio. Like I get so many different musical ideas, yeah. and I know how to compose songs and put it together. And sometimes, sometimes lyrics take longer to come out, but other times they're just like right there in my head. I'm like, you know, like 
it's I'm in my level of of genius. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm in my I'm in and that your, level. your state of flow, isn't it? You just exactly. you just constantly in that element as well. And yeah. like, do you, how do you focus in there? Like once you get going, right? You're, you're good to go. But how do you how do you get going? Because once you start something, once you're in that flow, cool. But before that, how do you how do you like tr- how do you transition into that flow state? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm passionate about it and like yeah. it's not like I'm going I have to wake up at 9 a.m and like ah, oh, I have to go to the studio now I'm like damn I'm up at six like oh you know what I mean if if my studio is at yeah. nine I'm like I'm up early like I yes like finally it's the today's the date like I get to I work on stuff so I think it's just a matter of being passionate about it I guess and so yeah. I think that's why it's important to do things that you know you're actually passionate about Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like that quote, and I think my episodes before, the grades weren't great because at birth they could paint. The grades were great because they paint a lot. And if you just love to do what you do, you know what I mean? It's inevitable that you'll just, you'll get better and you'll become great over time, right? Um, and, and, and next thing I want to ask you is, did you do anything when you were younger that inspired you today? Is there anything from your childhood or even you know in your teens growing up or even something last week you know any like anything when you were younger yeah a, a lot of things like I think my my mom always pushed me um and all of us like my, my brother and my sister to be like creative individuals so like my earliest memory to be honest is like me and my brother being in our room and then um, we have like these, like my mom gets us to paint something. Do you know what I mean? Like let's just paint anything, yeah. and then we're painting. And then um, like I had a key, I had a Casio keyboard. I think that's what it's called. Is it? Anyway, I, I had a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of those old. I know keyboards. they exist today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, I I used to play spend a lot of time on that. So th- this is like I think I was, it wasn't even five yet. I was probably like four or five, and I was and I was using the keyboard. And then about when I was about seven or eight, um, my mom had gone to this like yard sale, like this car boot sale, and had yeah. bought these like EJ software things. So they're basically like DJ software, and you can make, you can produce songs basically. And then I would spend hours on that just making songs, um, and it wasn't necessarily like hip hop or anything. I didn't even know what hip hop was until a bit later because. My, like my mom would show me from that stuff because in her eyes it was violent and stuff so yeah. I, was, I was making like techno music or like dance <laughs> <laughs> like, but I was like yo this is fire like you know what I mean like just being in <laughs> like I was saying like in that zone like just producing that stuff and so there's yeah. a, a lot lots of there's loads of different stuff that um you know inspired me right yeah. And is that, I mean, where do you see your music going? Like, um, you know, I, I know you started off, it was like, it was, you were a lot, there was a lot more rap in your music, uh, you know, especially when I first met you before you even released anything. Yeah, it was, I was just rap, rap. Lyrical, miracle, habitual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now, and even even in your in your first album, Summer of the Wolves, you, you there's there's more singing in there. And then with your single Angel Man, it's just singing in there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, where do you see your music going? Where do you where do you see that going? Where are you going back to techno? You know what I mean? 
Nobody misses the techno. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, um, no, that's a that's a very good question. To be fair, and um, I think what I'm doing, like, I I kind of because I know myself more. I have, and yeah. and I, I know like, like I've got these set rules about who I am as an artist. Like you know, like now I can break them. Do you know what I mean? And I guess that's what I'm doing. Like I know primarily I'm a hip hop artist. And I come from a, a hip hop background, and I know that I'm an album artist, and I like to make projects. So now I'm kind of pushing the boundaries of what I can do, in you know, with those set of rules. I guess that that I've discovered about myself, if that makes sense. So I guess like with yeah, someone, with, yeah. yeah, with someone with the wolves, like I would say that's uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of like rapping in it, but I'm trying to, mm-hmm. but with the angel man song like that was meant to be that wasn't meant to be released that was meant to be the intro for my next album and then one thing led to the next and I ended up releasing it and I'm glad that I did that now because you know like it's it's inspired so many people um and it's really carried me in that period where I haven't released music but um I think like with that like I I don't want to say too much about the rest of the project but uh, I'm trying to highlight that like a song doesn't make doesn't define you as an artist. Like I think like a full project really does more to say about who you are as 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 a person and as an artist and your story. So I kind of yeah. want to make a song where you can. I wanted to prove that you can do this and be good at this and then fit it in to something else. Like if that makes sense. Like it's kind of like a puzzle that I'm trying to create. <laughs> And, and like you said, like yeah, and you, and you know the rules, and you're breaking the rules. Yeah. So essentially, with that song, you kind of like, oh, I can break it here. And and obviously, it's you know your most popular song, so you you know you know how to because in in so I so I studied film, and in film class, the thing that they they told us if you want to break the rules, you have to know the rules because um, you can't just break it without knowing them or else people aren't going to understand and you and and a lot of times you won't even understand you you know because you don't know what you're doing exactly. but just like you said yeah know the rules and then you can break the rules um and it'll still work and you still stay true to your principles as well yeah yeah and in your perception what what is it that makes you most successful what do you owe your su- success to excuse me yeah um is focus really and that's something that a lot of other successful people say i found um you know like jeff bezos um steve jobs yeah. said, i think as well um it, it's really about having a level of focus and i think i'm lucky to have like you know sustained that focus i'm not even entirely entirely sure where it comes from because sometimes i feel like i'm not focused which is like totally yeah. contradictory but um, I feel I feel like when I start a project, um, I'm obsessed with finishing it. And like to other people, it looks like, uh, you know, like this guy is going crazy on this. Like he's never going to finish yeah. it. But like I've always got the end goal in mind of, of finishing something. And um, I think that's what sets me apart, I guess. <laughs> so, so I guess as well, I, I, I've done it's great. And I guess as well, what you just said there to finish, you start with the end in mind. So is that something that you you know that you can attribute uh, attribute your success to? Precisely, I think with a lot of artists, and um, it's difficult 
to get into a creative flow and then be decisive on where you want to stop things. And I think that's happened throughout, you know, time. Like Mona, the Mona Lisa, you know, like this guy was just painting that smile. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, the Da Vinci. But um, so I think, like, as an artist, if you're if you're able to come to a point where you're like, all right, I'm going to finish this here and this is it. And then that gives you space to move on to the next thing and the next project. And I think I just keep moving on and I keep developing myself. And I never want to stick to the same sound or um, the same kind of concept or angle. I always try and develop yeah. it as well. So that gives me new ideas and I reach new audiences. And that's pretty much what it is, I think, off the top of my head. And do you ever, after you finish a song or after you finished an album, now that you know, you're know you two years on, going on to three years with Summer of the Wolves, do you ever look back and, and say to yourself, man, I wish I would have done that differently? Or are you like, are you really happy with the way you did it? Um, you know, are you like, do you, do you want, like, is there something you'd want, like to go back and change, you know? Not necessarily. I mean, I think uh, maybe at some points I was like, oh, okay, I could have done this. But then I think what an album is, is, is a, a period piece. It's about the time that you're in. And yeah. as well. I know how hard I worked on the album and I put my whole soul into making it. So with that in mind, I'm like, okay, like I literally couldn't have done anything better with that situation that I was in. And therefore, like that album is is an amalgamation of that. Like it's a really true true. to where I was. So maybe like certain songs could have been mixed better or, or maybe, you know, like I could have, um, rhyme this word with this word instead, or but at the end of the at the end of the day, like that wouldn't make it true to what it actually is and where I was at the time, and and I feel like also the fact that people enjoy it as it is as well is also important. So it's like if you have those factors, like you can't really you can't really hate on yourself. You know what I mean? Like you just be like, yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. It's so true. It's a great point, actually. So yeah, yeah, no, great point. And what what keeps your drive going? What kept? Yeah, two part question here. What first one? We'll just we'll just do the first one now. Um, what keeps your drive going? Like how how do you wake up in the morning and you're like, let's go? Yeah, uh, well, I set myself a lot of goals. Like I'm super ambitious, as you know. So yeah, um, yeah, I think I always wake up with the thought in mind of how I'm going to move closer to that goal and if I don't have if I don't have a goal that I'm working towards just naturally like I feel quite lost or you know like you know quite low energy so um, I'm always setting goals even if it's just a little goal of like what I'm going to do today that helps me keep yeah that helps me to keep moving forward so yeah like little um small victories yeah and especially this year it's been really difficult because i guess with the lockdowns and um and the pandemic um it's been harder to to um work towards the larger goals that i have but i've been doing it anyway it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the old you know windows xp computers and everything lowers that really like bar by bar and it's like it's like (laughs) This year came and everything just slowed down like by ten, and it's like okay, everything's loading real slow, but you but it's still loading. You know what I mean? And you just have to keep going. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that is a small victories. And because I can imagine for you, like, you can't go out to perform. You can't, you know, uh, get yourself out there. Um, you know, people don't need, like, people don't even want to, you know, come close to you if you're trying <laughs> to speak to them. Yeah. You know, so I can imagine that it, from, from an artist's perspective, it'd be completely different from, an, you know, an average person's perspective. Yeah. I mean, I'm incredibly lucky to be in a position that I'm in. And I'm, yeah. and also, I'm just unfortunate that I did the work that I've done up to now before um, yeah. things took a turn, um, you know, um, with the situation that, that everyone's in. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I've got a lot of gratitude for, for those reasons. And I think now, like, I've just got to not, not necessarily wait for things to take place, but it's a lot of patience now because I've done everything that I can do. And um, things, the stars are aligning, you know. Um, it's just, it's just yeah. waiting for the right opportunity now to, um, to okay. kick things so, for me personally. So now you've worked a lot on your music. You, you've put in the work. Now, you know, a time where you have more time to yourself, you can work more on yourself. Um, it will now is that time, um, essentially. And, and, and what, and, you know, through this adversity, what has kept you going through this adversity? Adversity, as in, as in like the pandemic or like just the hustle in, in general? Both, you know, both. I mean, uh, the pandemic, obviously, um, it, you know, is a massive adversity, especially for, for your music career. And then, just the adversity of not being able to uh, release music at the rate that you want to um, mm. and having to deal with that and then having to, you know, you, like, like you said, you can't yeah. speed up the process because it's yeah. loading so slowly. How, how do you keep it going through the adversity, you know, to, to keep your mind strong? Yeah, I get you. Keep I, your I, body strong. I think it's having a good perspective on things. Um, yeah. Like, it's easy to compare yourself to people that, you know, are super successful now or things have happened yeah. seemingly much quicker. But then if you look on the grand scheme of things, um, you know, everyone, most successful people will have to be like super patient. And if it's not a pandemic, it's something else. <laughs> you know, they might have lost um, you know, a loved one. They might, yeah. Um, yeah. like it could be any. And everyone has their own struggle. So if you look at it that way, and also the fact that I know that I'm at this, I'm literally at the starting blocks of my career. Um, I haven't released any music under like the management that I'm under. Like so, I've in the time that I've released my first album up to now, I'm like in a like wildly different place, and yeah, you know, like and I'm just starting out really. So it's like I know I'll get to a point where if I want to release an album, I'll be like, okay, bam, I'm put this together. And then put it out like if I want to, like I can't do that now. But like eventually, yeah, I'll be at the point where I can do that. So it's perspective, I guess. Yeah, so perspective is a big one there, just to kind of be able to look look at it from a different point of view and and realize that you know you're not alone here, but you've put in the work. Exactly, kind of thing. Yeah, and 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 um. And just before I ask you this next, the, the next question I have here written down, but just before I ask you that, um, I want to ask you, you know, at, you know, after the first lockdown lifted um, and, and even, even before the lockdown kind of thing, what, what are some of the things that you, that you, that you do for yourself um, 
that that isn't necessarily related to music, but that helps you make music. Like you said, you set goals for yourself, yeah. right? Um, but what 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 else? What else are some of the things that you do? Sure. Um, that helps you in your career. Mm-hmm. I watch. It's a funny one. I, I watch a lot of Netflix, <laughs> and like I know, <laughs> I know that sounds like what? Why? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like procrastination, but like that Michael Jordan documentary and The Last Dance, like I find it so inspiring. And um, yeah, I, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I've I've watched it quite a few times because um, I think there's a lot of like, I guess like lessons to be learned in that story, in that specific story that that um that Bulls team went through, and uh, yeah, and movies as well. Like I watch movies. Um, my music, I think, it is quite theatrical and quite cinematic, like, like as a soundscape. So, you're a storyteller. Yeah, so. I'm a storyteller. And if I don't f- do that through lyrics, I I try and do it through the musicality of of an album. So I think like watching movies and trying to learn about like, I guess, what makes a, a movie good and why I like it. I think that that helps my music process as well. And I know you, I know you said not specifically about music, but especially now that I have the time, I'm trying to listen to lots of different artists that I wouldn't normally listen to, as well. And yeah, yeah, I think like can you can you give us a few? Can you give us a few? All right, yeah, sure. I've been I've been listening to to Pink Floyd, um, also who else? Um, Oh, the Velvet Underground and Nico as well. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of um, music from from that era. Um, yeah, I guess, and then Ch- Ch- Chelsea Girls, yeah, yeah, exactly, like that, that, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, David Bowie as well, like, and the thing is, like a lot of like a lot of these songs are in our subconscious because. They're, they're so they're such iconic artists, you know. What I mean? So yeah, but yeah. it's good to know, like, it's good to get a hold of, of your subconscious and know like where these sounds are coming from and the people behind them. So yeah, because I, I, to be honest, going through these yeah, back yeah. to these albums, then it didn't feel so unfamiliar as I thought it would be. Yeah, but um, yeah, because like when new music is released, it, you know, sometimes you kind of you got to listen to it at least like more than once right at least twice to kind of really get into it but with, with this for example maybe you can kind of just listen to it once and it already feels you have has that familiar familiarity that exactly yeah 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 and uh where do you see yourself in five years time ben what's what you're saying what you're telling me <laughs> five years time man yeah <laughs> i was i was i was watching a i was watching a, a video um, when Rihanna was asked this question when she just won that competition and um, she she basically said that she doesn't know where she's going to be in five years time but she's going to do her best to to um, you know to be the best eyes possible and I thought you know what that's such a genius answer because at the end of the day yeah, you don't you can't necessarily know where you're going to be in five years but you can only do yeah. you can only really like do your best and follow your intuition and, um, you know, you know, like grab the opportunities that are in front of you as they come. And I think, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to do. And hopefully after I do that, um, 
I'll, I'll be at the top of, of whatever my potential will, will have me at that yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just want to be, um, I just want to reach my potential. And you know, like you said, the sky's the limit. So uh, who knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. It's like you said at the beginning, you, you know, uh, with the lockdown, take it one day at a time, step by step. And, you know, that answer essentially, you, you know, be the best you can be, but just take it, a, you know, a day by day kind of thing. It, you know, it, it just, it's a full circle right there. 100%. Yeah. And, 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 and all right, this is a good question here for, for, all right. So what is, um, do you have any routines or rituals you do daily? <laughs> do I have any routines? <laughs> I mean, I wake up, I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good one. Um, yeah, like so, I, I always, I always have a, a coffee in the morning, like all the time. Um, I think I've even said yeah. it to you before, like, but like, if, yeah. I, if I have to leave my, if I know that I'm leaving my house, even if I'm not, like, I'll make it a point to have a coffee, and that's such a normal thing. But it's like, that's one of the things that I know that I have control of before I leave. And like, once you go about your day, there's so many different things that you don't have control of, and there's so many things that you don't necessarily yeah. want to do, you know, like running errands, <laughs> talking to people you don't yeah. like. No, I'm joking, but you know. And then, um, yeah, no, it's true though, isn't it? Yeah. So having a, I guess making a coffee in the morning is like, okay, I've done something that I want to do and that I have control of, and it just puts me in a better mindset for the rest of the day. I guess it doesn't rush you either. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean. That's the thing. I'm not mm. big on like, like rituals in, in in that regard. Like doing a loads of different things in order. Um, I kind of just sure. I'm I'm kind of into like my own natural routine, especially especially um like 2018, 2019 when I, I was out in Camden Market selling my album, and I think I was do, watching a lot of videos on like productivity. So like waking up at 4:45, um, not mm. looking at your phone. Um, and I was doing that stuff, and and it was working for me. But I, but it got to a point where I couldn't do that anymore because I was just so drained from selling my album. So I kind of learned yeah. that, like your routine has to be specific to you and like and what works for you. And so what I ended up doing was um, like I actually ended up waking up at like twelve at like midday sometimes, and then I'll go yeah. and watch Friends for an hour. <laughs> Um, on, yeah, and then I'm like, and then I have my coffee, and I'll be like, okay, it's now one thirty. I'm head out to Camden Market, sell twenty albums in Camden Market, go to Sainsbury's, buy whatever the fuck I wanted <laughs> in Sainsbury's. Um, so I'll get a Mercado, I'll get like this this Starbucks expensive drink because I've just made twenty sales. Like, you know, like treat yourself, and then I'd sit 100%. and eat everything I bought in in Primrose Hill, and then I make another twenty sales. And then I go home, yeah. and then I maybe work out if I had time, and I go to sleep, and then wake up when I wanted, and then watch friends again. Do you know what I mean? And then we repeat. So for me, that yeah. was a lot more productive than waking up at four forty-five, doing some work, and then heading out to because it was my routine and it's what worked for me. So yeah, 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 and and yeah, all about going at your own pace. And um, and and you mentioned and you mentioned um. Uh, you know eating whatever you wanted it, about enjoying it right Cel and and celebrating the victories even like 
like regardless whether you think it's small or or, or whatever you know you you got to celebrate it cuz I, I feel like i feel like a lot of people don't do this myself included like there's so many little things that happen throughout the day and some of them are just so so big and so important um yeah. but you don't you don't kind of like give them enough credit in your life and i and i feel like and listening to um it was actually a podcast not too long ago um you know it, it was the, the guy on it he he said you know, you 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 send out a, a CV um, for a new job, yeah. and um, you know, no one replies, right? But then um, one day, one person replies saying that they're not interested. So you celebrate that victory. No, you know, even yeah. even though they're saying no to you, you just celebrate the fact that they replied. Yeah. Um, so it's just so important to celebrate um, your victories. Yeah. You know, because because then you're you're just adding momentum there. Right. And then the more victories are going to come and are going to come and are going to come. And and then, you know, eventually, you know, you'll be the celebration will get a lot bigger yeah. than just um, food from Saints. Exactly. It's like practicing gratitude. And I think it's human nature to always want to think about the next thing, like me included as well. Like I don't necessarily celebrate yeah. all, all of the wins in a day as much as I thought that I could because I'm thinking about the next thing. Yeah. I'm thinking about the the bigger goal. Focus. Yeah, yeah, it's about focus. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear that, man. Yeah, very important. Um, so you took a break before. Um, so when I first met you, actually, because because I know you've been you've been um you've been involved with music, like you said, even even when you were younger, making techno songs. Um, you know, you've been involved with music. It's been in your life for you know uh, the majority of it. And you, and you took a break. So when I met you, you were, you were literally on a break from writing, um, from making art. And, you know, um, I just want to ask you why, why you took a break then? Um, did it make you feel better? Um, you know, is there something that you do now? I don't remember this, you know. Wait, so I was taking a break when I met, when I like, when we first met. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you remember, um, we met. We were we were at uh, basketball yeah, tryouts yeah. at university. Yeah, and then um, you know, I was just making a joke with with the team. Um, you know, the the team that we had there to 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 run, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, we can be the big the big the blue five, <laughs> um, or whatever it was. And then and then um afterwards, you 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 was like, oh yeah, you know, I used to rap, um, but I stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah basically what it was yeah so um I was so shortly before I was like I started uni I guess I was I was in college so that final year of college I was making reps to revise for my exams because one I love it I love it that's so cool one um like one class um my tutor was like okay you guys need to find a creative way to um, revise for this for this study, and then I came up with a rap, and it, it, I was kind of like a celebrity almost in in um, in my college, yeah. and it kind of stuck. So I made more of those, and that was the way I was was revising for my psychology class, and sure. and then I had there was a period where I was I was I started to explore with making songs. Um, just to deal with a few things that I was going through at the time, and so I made yeah. I made a, I made a couple songs, and then yeah I just I I, I stopped like I didn't I, it's not necessarily like 
I, I felt like I had to. But it was a time where I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't ever planning to um, pursue music seriously. And I just started uni. And um, I, I guess it goes back to that idea of focus. Like my main passion was to be a designer, like a graphic designer. And that's something that I was sure. really passionate about. And I was reading a lot around it. Like I had these books that I was reading. And even when I was in college, like I was meant to be revising for chemistry. And I'll read like a 400 page book on fonts instead. You know what I mean? Like, I was real nerdy with it. Um, I, I got really into it. So I think for me, like, I wanted to focus on that aspect of things, the design version of me. And that's probably why. And did that help you with, with, with the music at all? Uh, in... I have not. I don't. I don't know how to answer that question. I mean, I guess. I guess it would have helped me in a sense that um, I've I've taken a step back, and now I have a lot more inspiration to make new songs, and. But in a, in a in a sense, like with any craft, the 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 main way to progress is practice and. Yeah, probably like if I was making music um, over that year, like, you know, I, I'd probably be a year better now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah it's, it's just practice. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah. absolutely, no, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I love it. Um, I love the fact that you you made music to revise, man. You're absolutely genius, That's man. I wish I was a Capricorn that. thing, man. Like I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> the most Capricorn thing you could possibly do. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna every time I meet a Capricorn now, I'm gonna be like, Yo, show me your sixth grade um, uh, chemistry homework. I want to rap to it. It'll be it'll be highly <laughs> impressive. Like, I guarantee. If it's not a rap, it'll okay. be, you know, like I don't know. Like some impressive diagram all over a wall, like on on a fridge or something crazy like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is too cool. That is honestly too cool. Um, who is your favorite artist? Why? My favorite artist um, is Kanye West. Um, I knew this. I knew this. <laughs> um, yeah, the reason why I think I spoke, mm. I think I've spoken about it before. But um, I guess going back to what I was saying earlier, so like when I first started making music, I was in a place where I was really ex exploring, I guess, my creativity. And um, I was doing a lot of different things. And one of the things that stood out to me was that 2013 interview that he did with Zane Lowe. And he was talking about yeah. how he felt he was being held back by um, the people around him and yeah. I guess the people that felt they had authority over him um, when really what he wanted to do was make stuff and not only just make stuff but make things that would help people as well that people would benefit from and he was yeah. I, and like he was frustrated like you know quote unquote like he was frustrated with the fact that he couldn't do that and that really spoke to me because even though it was on a smaller scale um, like I was going through a similar thing where I was, uh, like I said, I was really passionate about um, about design, yeah. and I felt I, I was quite quite well read around it. And the ideas, some of the ideas that I had, really wasn't responding well 
with the tutors and I, it made me angry almost like like mm. uh, why do you not think this is a good idea or like um how do you not well they're right you they, they didn't think your your music was a good idea no no like in terms of like my design projects like at uni like oh right so they didn't right they didn't think that was a good idea yeah just like for for example like i'd make a poster and they might question why i used this font or why i went with this concept right or why i didn't record this thought process um which is fair enough like that's the way that they've asked um you know us to work but for me at the time it's like well like this like this for me is like what I wanted, what I wanted to make, and I feel like it would help these people, and it solves these problems. So, you know, it was that kind of thing. Um, and then at the same time, like because I wanted to do lots of other different things as well, like I, I was interested in the music and the photography and stuff like that. I thought that spoke to me that Kanye West was so multifaceted, um, and basically excelling in all all of those areas of his craft. So. And then I guess like, you know, when Jesus dropped, that was basically like the soundtrack yeah. to those years, you know. And then, sure, yeah. So I mean, I, I'd been a, I'd been a fan. Obviously, I'd been a I'd been a fan before that point, but I think that was a turning point for me where I was like, yeah, like I'm really like this, like uh, this is my idol, you know, like yeah. I'm really inspired. No, I hear that and. Uh... And a few a few similarities, um, you know, um, in terms of with with the music, like you yourself, you know, in my humble opinion, you're both fearless, right? Because um, because like you said, your friends and and like it's not even people you don't like; it's people that are close to you telling you to stop, don't do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, so you know the fact to to be fearless and do it anyway. Because, uh, you know, there's that, there's there's the, the saying like, the, you know, the, the devil was once an angel. So it's like, it's, you know, like mm. sometimes the people that bring you down the most are the people that are closest to you. Because the devil is never going to come disguised as the devil. He's never going to show up in your life like, you know, mm. don't like, you know, don't do this. He's going to come like dressed up, looking pretty kind of thing <laughs> and then tell you not to do it because then you could actually believe it. Right. right. Um, so, you know, fearless. Right. And And the fact that the fun right i think um the fact that he he's always changing up his style yeah. um and that's tough to do and then like just being around you personally i've i've seen like man you just you just have so much fun with it and yeah. i think it's so important and then and then obviously the growth right you like not not to be branded as um just one thing yeah. to continue to expand who you are and not just in in artistry mm -hmm. as a person um, you know, yeah. as an, as an athlete, you know, um, you know, everything that you do, um, just resembles fearlessness yeah, um, yeah. and having fun as well. Exactly. Like I can relate to a lot of, um, the things, I guess Kanye's mindset in general, like I can appreciate and I can relate to, and that's another reason as well. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, good stuff. Um, and, uh, mistakes, uh, you know. We've all made mistakes. What mistakes have you made in your career um, that have helped you become who you are? And and even even in your lives, man, if you, you know, if you care to share. Yeah, well, you know, all mistakes are learning, right? So, yeah, you can make a mistake 
it's really how you respond to that mistake or even if you see it as a mistake at all, like if you go on a deeper level, you know. Um, but I think, yeah. like, to answer your question, I, w- I would say my biggest, I wouldn't even necessarily call it a mistake, but I once, I, run, I once released a project that I ended up unreleasing. It was three songs. It was only three songs. And um, it was it was a matter of me not feeling that um, that was the direction I wanted to go in. And it it probably been out for maybe like three months. So, and I was like, okay, no, nah, no. Nah. I was asking opinions from friends, like, should I keep this up? Should I take it down? What should I do? And um, it was really what happened was I'd just released um, Summer with the Wolf, so um, my first album in 2018. Yeah. And it was it was right in the it was right in the hype of the. Um, there was a lot of hype around rappers really just constantly releasing shit, you know, like dropping something and then dropping something again, you know, like very content fuel. And um, yeah. I was like, okay, I was under pressure to release something like straight afterwards, but I put that pressure on myself. And then I told myself, yeah. actually, that's not what I want to do. I ended up, I ended up going through a breakup at that year. And then Suddenly, like, I became, you know, quite angry. You know, like, I had a lot of negative emotions that I kind of wanted to express that side of me, I guess. So, at the time, I I made three songs that I put out. Like, it was called Antics as a single. And then, after those emotions settled, I was like, man, I don't actually want to be this kind of artist. And I wish that I stuck to my original vision, you know, of like just releasing another album and and going with going with that because I had already a concept in my head for that. So I think it's important to stick to your vision and, and be strong minded about it and have trust and have faith in your own intuition. Cause not that anything I mean, if those songs were to blow up or I'd put them on Grand Daily or yeah. or Link Up TV and then like I became famous off that. I definitely would have been like, man, like, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's like stick to your, stick to the process, right? Like, you know, because like, um, what, I, what I hear you saying in that is, you know, don't let your emotions kind of change the, the process. Exactly. Yeah. I think just be true to who you are as much as you can be. And, you know, at the end of the day, I say it's not a mistake because it's like, at the end of the day, like, it could have blown up and I could have, had a bunch of new fans and released something else and that was the direction. But I think just being able to be like, actually, I want to do this and take it down and not judging yourself so much. I think, you know, it's like I said, it's really how you respond to what some might call a mistake or, you know, like something going wrong. Perspective. Yeah, perspective, exactly. Perspective, yeah, that's right. Um, no, uh, yeah, man, absolutely. Because um, I feel like, you know, we're, we're all emotional creatures. Um, we all, like, make decisions, um, you know, because, um, you know, emotions can be so strong, such a yeah. deciding factor in, in, in the things that we do. Um, but, you know, like you said, stick to the visions, you know, stay true to your process um, and, and, and be true to who you are. And, and you'll get to where you, you know, you, you've set out on your journey to go to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, man, and I and I love the perspective about um, mistakes as well. Um, you know, the, the, the depending on how you look at it, it's not even it's not even a failure. It's just you know, it's just another reason why that won't work. Exactly. And then get back on. Yeah, it's all part of the process, yeah. like um, you said. And like, um, you know, success is really just like a bunch of different failures lined up until something great. Yeah. <laughs> really think about it. So, yeah. You know. There, there, there was. I read it in a book somewhere. I forgot where, but they were they were making a nozzle, um, for it was for a factory, and they produced over a thousand nozzles, right? Um, to to, to over a thousand failures, right? And like, surely you would have just given up, but you know they kept doing it until they found the right one, um, that that you know that let the liquid out, um, at, you know at a at a at a at a at a fast pace. Um, I'm so paraphrasing here, mm-hmm. but um, but but the more of the story is they failed over a thousand times yeah. before they finally got something that worked. Um, so you could look at it like, oh, I failed a thousand times, or you know, I I I succeeded a thousand times um, to get to where I needed to go. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, all right, and just uh, we're finishing up here. Last uh, few questions here for you, Ben. Um, uh, and so the next question I have for you here, what is some of your favorite work that you have done, um, and some stuff you enjoy doing the most now? Yeah. So my favorite work that I've done has to be, um, the album that I finished recently. Um, yeah, for real, like making that project. I love that. (laughs) No, I mean, honestly, making yeah. that project is almost surreal. And um, the way that things came yeah. together and just being in a studio and how things sparked off with the producer, um, Ayo, who you know, um, yeah, like, it, it was crazy. Like, it, it's not, like I said, it, it's not even like I had control over a lot of the things that were happening. It was just I'd be there and then maybe um, one of the musicians will, will play something and I'll be like, oh, shit, like, I know what to do with this. And then... Put this here. I would play something, and then it becomes like a classic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, yeah. and that just kept happening. And I'm like, and, and that's too. That's credit. Uh, credit to your work ethic as well, right? Like being ready when when the opportunity arrives. Yeah, exactly. Being in the studio, being present. Being present. Yeah. Yeah. And and like and yeah. yeah. Go on. <laughs> I was gonna say being present, like is that is that something that you kind of like you consciously do? Is is that something that just kind of comes to you? Because I feel you are a very present person. Um, you know, like you know, certain people you're with them, but you're not really with them. But you know, I whenever I'm with you, I you know, I'm I you're there. Uh, is that is that like a conscious effort or no? It's it's not a conscious thing, and um, I think I'm selectively present because. Say if I'm doing chores, my mind will be somewhere else completely. Do you know what I mean? Um, But I think I'm present in the things that, I guess, like, as a person, like, I want to, one, like, if I'm I'm with people, like, you know, I'm I'm just generally respectful of of people's space and the things, and I'm a good listener as well. So I would feel like wasting my time I'm wasting other people's time if I wasn't present in that scenario. Do you know what I mean? And also, like, I want to learn as well from what people are saying as well. 
And um, I, especially because I'm not, a, a, like, I would describe myself as an introvert, if not, like, uh, I'm an extroverted introvert. So I'm not always around people yeah, as well. Sure. So I think that's part, might be part of it as well, where if I am in a social situation, um, I will get the best out of that situation, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's where that comes from. Ex- extroverted introvert. I, I think I'm the opposite. I'm an introvert. I'm an introverted extrovert. <laughs> you're definitely an extrovert. You're <laughs> definitely an extrovert. Yeah. I don't even know if you're an introvert. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, 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 I, 100%. I, I guess like everyone, everyone has a different level of introversion and extroversion. Um, yeah. The only yeah. difference is like extroverts gain energy from social interactions, whereas introverts lose it. But it doesn't necessarily mean an introvert doesn't like social interactions. It just means they need time sure. to, they have to go and recharge. And like be by themselves. Yeah, as an like extrovert. And how 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 do you write? How do you? I'm I'm guessing you write alone. Being being you know an introvert here, I guess you know how how do you write? How does how, how does that process? Yeah, go? I don't I don't necessarily have to be alone, but um I will go into my own head and like be alone, like you know <laughs> if that makes sense. Like and, yeah yeah. yeah. No, normally I would be alone if I'm writing. Um. There's been times where I've written songs in the studio amongst other people, but even then, like I can I zone out into my own space and um, and just write and let it flow. And yeah, sometimes writing isn't necessarily sitting down for for half an hour, twenty minutes, or an hour. Like it can it be over a long period of time where I think of a concept, and then um, I think of melodies, the melody for it maybe like a month later, and then some lyrics pop into my head write it down and then you know like it it there's no there's no like right answer for me on how to write a song yeah absolutely so there's there's, it it varies i mean essentially you're you're in your head uh you get focused state of flow even um but it, it, it can vary from you know place to place like like for me personally um like 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 I'm very habitual, right? I'm I'm so routine. Like if I ever was a rapper, I would write at like ten twenty five a.m. to two twenty four p.m. like every day, you know, Monday to Friday, and then I'd probably take a break on. The, I'd be like so precise mm. with it. But but you're like you're fluid. You're like water, right? Yeah. Kind of like it, you kind of just flow with it a, a little bit. Exactly. Like Bruce Lee said, you know. <laughs> He said, "We will take the water." So he said, yeah. that's, yeah, "That's where I got it from." Right? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> excuse me, I got the um that I I, I seen that film on the airplane. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. That was um I can't believe I actually can't believe he passed away so young. I I honestly didn't know much about Bruce Lee. Um, you know, after watching that film, I, you know, I knew nothing about him. I didn't, I didn't know he passed so young. What a legend. Exactly. I don't know an awful lot about Bruce Lee either, but I know a lot of his philosophies and a lot of them relate Mm. to me and, and, um, and they're quite inspiring and they just make a lot of sense, you know, (laughs) like he's very wise. Yeah. Be water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
right, last question I got for you here, man. Um, and just before I ask this last question, um, I just want to say once again, thank you. And I want to um, acknowledge and um, acknowledge you for, for being who you are, being true to yourself, um, sticking to your guns, right? Doing what you do for as long as I've known you. Um, you know, because I know sometimes, man, you know, I'm sure you hear people talk, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, but for you to stay true to yourself and stay consistent, yeah. Um, it speaks volumes to to your work ethic. Um, and I also want to say thank you as well um, for inspiring me, right, to be more fearless um, and to have more fun as well. Uh, because I think um, the biggest thing that you've taught me is, um, you know, you're you're just like you you you. Um, what's the, what's the phrase I want to use? You rock to your own beat, yeah. you know. And I think that's so important. And I just want to say thank you for doing yeah, that. Because it's, um, it's inspiring. I'd like to return a thank you, man. Like, honestly, I appreciate you as well. And I think, like, going, going back to, like, when I first met you, like, I was very, I think, I wouldn't say difficult to understand, but I felt like a lot of people didn't understand where I was coming from <laughs> half the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, yo, I'm in a rap group. Yeah. <laughs> yo, like, I'm a <laughs> I got. I run a design studio. I literally have an office. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I think, like, for you to be so accepting of people, um, you know, in that in that period, it's like honestly, I don't think I've ever spoken about it. But um, you know, it's that like it really helped me at that time. Like, just you know, like having a friend that that accepts you just as as you are, and you know, flows with you because and and develops with you, man. So, like, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for being you, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. You're welcome. Absolutely. Um, it's deep, bro. It's deep. Ah, thank you for that. Thank you for that compliment as well. Um, and just moving on here. Um, aside from music, what is there about you, Benjamin Daniels, um, that you know other people don't know, but you think they should know about you? <laughs> that is a, a tough question. Um. Well, firstly, yes, but that's what I like <laughs> when I'm type question. Firstly, my name is Benjamin Daniels. <laughs> I think a lot of people know me as King Kofi. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, my middle name is Kofi. So, my dad was born in Ghana. My mom was born over here in in England. Um, so Kofi comes from my Ghanaian side. Uh, it means born on a Friday. So uh, that okay. that came became my artist name um, through like through that I guess I don't I, I don't know if that's a, something that a lot of people don't know about me um, yeah I can't really think of a better answer than that I think I'm just I think personally like I tend to overshare anyway so I think a lot of people, <laughs> I think a lot of people know a lot of things about me to be fair. Um, yeah. Can you can you think of anything? Yeah. <laughs> that I to be fair, I can think of a few things. Right, to be go fair. ahead. Um, like you, you know, you're 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 very active on social media, but no, but I guess people would know that about you. But um, you obviously you had a design studio before. Yeah. Um, we had the design studio there together. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You you graduate you, you have a degree in graphic design. Yeah. As well. 
Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, those things. I, mean, I kind of touched on those, so I, I don't know if they're worth talking about. But yeah, crazy story to the people listening. So, like, me and George ran a design studio for about, how long was it? Like, 18 months, two years, maybe? Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah we, we had a literal office um, in North London. And it was like it was it was a big deal. It was like two floors. Like the bottom was was where we'd invite clients ideally, and then the top like was basically like our hangout space where we'd um you know like we yeah. chill um you know like do like uni work or whatever. And like that was a cool time. Um, had a lot of fun. <laughs> Invited girls back as well. <laughs> you know, we were like because. There was a ping pong table, a cinema room, and it was pretty good. <laughs> that was probably, like, the most, um, like, significant and also fun period of my life so far, like, despite everything that's happened. Um, seriously, like, I think those times, I'll definitely, like, remember, like, for the, the rest, like, for the rest yeah. of my life, you know, because it was, it was a time where, I don't know. I don't even know. It's like, it, it's just a significant time. Like, you can't even put words to why it was. But... Yeah, man, if I may, um, you know, it was a time as well, personally as well, uh, uh, for a lot of growth. Because it was one, being completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, you know, doing things I had never done before. Two, meeting like um, creative people everywhere from like that do different things, um, you know. Um, you know, socializing with people I've never, you know, had the chance um, to socialize with. So it was just like, a, it was like, a, it was just an intense period of growth, um, personally. And then not to mention, like, actually, you know, you know, doing the design studio, uh, you know, getting behind that. And then, like you said, like, you know, you know, we're not running the design studios now, but I look back and I don't see like, oh, I failed um, in that endeavor. I look back and like, yo, that really helped me um you know see how business works yeah. and see how other people run their business and and then and then also learning that you know people that have businesses uh successful businesses are just normal people kind of thing and you can like just literally hit them up and ask them for help if you ever need anything so it just kind of like opened the doors to to like what you can do um so That's again really, just, yeah. a, just an intense period of growth yeah and not to mention it was second year of university so managing that with university and a job um yeah it was um it was it was it was great it was it was awesome yeah. anyway man great times ahead to you you know perfect ben thank you so much bro um it's been such a nice conversation um thank you so much yeah. take it thank you for listening i really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did make sure to share follow us on Spotify. And if someone shared this podcast with you, uh, you know, hit them up, say thank you, ask them how they're doing and have a great day. And just before I leave, I want to leave one last quote here. And it's by Friedrich Nietzsche. And those who were seen dancing were thought to be crazy by those who could not hear the music. Thank you. Be fearless.